Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Kahala, and I'm your host. Today, we are furthering our Black business um, loving and, and sharing and making sure that people know about the wonderful businesses throughout the St. Louis metro area, throughout the state of Illinois, and throughout the country. And today, we have a very special guest with a very special product that I would love for everyone to know about, and that is my dear friend Eugene Potts and Original Gents, Fine Men's Grooming and Accessories. Hey, Gene. Hey, Uncle Gene. <laughs> hey, Uncle Gene. Hey, hey, thank you for inviting me. Here. Oh, thank you so much for coming. You know, anything you and your family do is near and dear to my heart. So I was so excited to see when you started Original Gents. And so we just wanted the whole world to know. Hey, I appreciate the opportunity here. Awesome. Awesome. So we're just going to get right into it. So okay. tell us first, though, all about you. Okay. Well, hey, I'm Eugene Potts uh, with Original Gents. Uh, fine men's grooming. Um, I've born and raised here in St. Louis. Uh-huh. Um, I love St. Louis, and this, this you are so St. Louis. Right, right, you, right. <laughs> you are so St. Louis. I love St. Louis, and I, I just basically just wanted to do something for for the city, and uh, start off here as an epicenter and just get bigger and bigger and, and just grow and grow. So, um, I am a uh, identical twin. A lot of people know me as twin, or um, mm-hmm. you know, well, they know me as, as a twin. They know me as a basketball player from high school. wasn't big time, but Played a little ball back in the days. Mm-hmm. I modeled here and there uh, in the St. Louis area, and also has been a mentor to many, and just just been around. So uh, all good things. I just I just very um, just very very um, much in love with my city. So you do, you do. I know all the years that we've known each other, and we'll get to that in a second. But this man, I can call. I can be anywhere in St. Louis. And he will be like, and I'll be like, I'm lost. Or how to, and he, <laughs> by street name, like that just amazes me. But yes, you are absolutely a true St. Louisan. And I just know that the city is just going to love your product. But tell us, how do we know each other? Well, hey, uh, we go back a while, uh, a while <laughs> back. So um, my wife um, is really close friends with, with yourself. And, and, um, I remember meeting you back in what 2003 uh, when you graduated from uh, law school, mm-hmm. and um, my wife was like, at the time we weren't married. She was like, "Hey, um, my friends graduate from college. Do you want to go?" I'm like, sure. You know, anybody, <laughs> anybody, you know, I want to know. So uh-huh. let's go and, and, and make the trip. And actually, it was like our first uh, our first road trip. So uh, uh-huh. went there and uh, we met you all, and and uh, it was inspirational because you know yourself and other friends you know you all are are taking care of business and it's good to see you know one the unity mm-hmm. and seeing people just taking care of business and, and and growing and elevating to the next level so you all are actually an inspiration to me myself so oh, um i got hey i got to do it for the guys and, and we got to elevate ourselves too that's you know, right so. that's right right well but, you um, are doing great and thanks. like i said i'm very excited and yes his wife is one of, as we all know, I have three best friends, Chastity, Christy, and Kanisha, and his wife is Christy. And so she is my best friend of, it'll be 30, it's been 30 years, actually it was 30 years in December, and she's also my soror. So yes, well, and we were pregnant at the same time. Exactly. So how tall is Christian now? Uh, He's about, what, 6'4", 6'5", in that neighborhood. 14 years old, plays for CBC, 
and is 6'4", 6'5", at 14 years old. And we were pregnant at the same time. Our boys are eight days apart. Eight days apart, right. So, yes. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, tell us all about Original Gen. So why even go into business for yourself? Because you have your own successful career outside of Original Gen. Exactly. So why go into business? Well, business has always been a part of me. Uh, I have family members that have successful businesses. Uh, for example, my aunt, uh, she, back in the late 70s, early 80s, going into the 90s, had um, several su successful businesses. And uh, she had was in the uh, t-shirt business. She did uh, imprints and she did um, embroidery and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and she's been a very big inspiration to me and my, my, my family because she's been the only one that jumped out. Now, she worked a 9 to 5. Her and her husband worked a 9 to 5. Uh, they worked for a um, local telephone company here. Not putting that, <laughs> but local telephone company here, and and in their spare time, they they did this t-shirt business, and and they made more money doing that than probably they did working full time. And mm -hmm. I saw that at an early age, and it inspired me to always be a good business person. Uh, fast forwarding, um, well, actually going back to my aunt. So watch my aunt um, have her business, and she actually opened up storefronts. She was in a Northland shopping center. Uh, she had a storefront there for a number of years. Uh, when St. Louis Center opened up, she was one of the first uh, black-owned businesses in St. Louis Center. St. Louis Center. Right. Oh, the that memories. The that yes, the <laughs> that was the place. Right. So at one point, she not only had one storefront, she had two storefronts. So um, several celebrities have come through and, and befriended her. And she had a bookstore there. She had imported uh, African goods there. Um, a lot of things. And also had her T-shirts. She also did shirts for politicians and uh, ball teams, Matthew Dickey Boys Club, different, different, different things. So she's very uh, influential in, in my success. Um, and going forward a few years later, uh, I built up a a love for sales and, and marketing. I worked for a guy that you were very good at, right, by I, the I way. Love it. <laughs> Which I love you were it. very good at, by the way. I love it. Yeah, I worked for a guy at a flea market. He said, "I'm not going to pay you X amount of money just for sitting here." Uh, it's up to you to make sales, and I'm only going to pay you off a commission. At the time, I was 13 or 14 years old, and I developed a, a sense of just being able to find a need for a person and, and find out the benefits. So matching the needs and the benefits together helped to make uh, successful sales. Mm -hmm. So in doing that, I was able to make three or $400 in a weekend or whatever from just sales, making 10% commission. Wow. Right. So I still okay. keep in touch with my mentor. Uh, still to this day. Mm -hmm. And we basically, we try to um, just keep in touch on a regular basis, but he's very, very, very influential in, in what I do today, still to this day. And uh, that's one thing about a community. We need to start sharing more jewels that we have to share with other people, uh, handing it down to the next generation. So um, that is what drives me to, to do what I do. Now, Original Gent started as a necessity. Um, it was, again, I have other business that I've had dibbled and dabbled with in the past. But original gents was a opportunity for me to share my my inner my inner um, my inner passion for one fashion, but also grooming. Grooming, uh -huh. right? My mom, she raised me. She was like, "Hey, you always got to keep your nails clipped. You always have to do this and wear cologne, and you always have to just have a really neat." That's appearance. right, fellas. Right. That's right. Right. So she she really instilled that to me. So in, in growing up, people kind of kind of made fun of me and my brother. They were saying like, hey, you're always really preppy and you always are, you know, really clean cut and things like that. Now that's the end thing. 
Right, it's the end thing now. <laughs> now that's now yeah. everybody wants to have the, the, the pants look. that don't go all the way down and have the really dapper look with the bow ties. Exactly, exactly. exactly. And it's funny, I have my bow tie on now. And I remember in eighth grade, um, they used to call me and my brother uh, the bow tie pimps. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's really because of the fact that we, we wore bow ties and everybody else was wearing long ties and things like that. But we always loved bow ties. So it kind of stuck with us. So they, they loved the fact that... Um, well, I don't say love, but they always made fun of us because we did that. But now it's, it's the now end it's thing now. it's full circle. That's right. right. That's right. right. So the one thing I brag about is like, hey, you know, I see grown men wearing clip-ons and things. And <laughs> I'm like, hey, I can hand tie my tie. But that's part of what I do. I want to be able to tell people, like, it's okay to wear ties, uh, bow ties, long ties. Hey, this is how you even tie it. There's grown men out here that doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I learned from my dad was, hey, this is how you tie a necktie. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it was an honor too. Before he passed, he was like, "Hey, son, you know, can you tie my tie for me?" And uh, I'm gonna get teared up. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, that's something that 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 it's important for us to teach our kids. Absolutely. Because of the fact that when they start applying for jobs or uh, going for uh, college and doing different things, mm-hmm. you know, you shouldn't have to tie a tie and have to ship it to them tied up already. You should know how to do that anyway. Exactly. Right. So again, you know, original gents was a necessity um, that I felt that it was important for the community to, to embrace. Um, you know, we see guys walking around with pants sagging and mm-hmm. <laughs> pants sagging. And, and the thing about it is fashion is going a whole different way. You know, I believe masculinity is, is important and we have to be able to go back to the basics of, of fashion and carrying ourselves accordingly because it helps the community. It helps out mm-hmm. socially and it helps out self-esteem. So it's, that's the necessity of original gents. And I love all the things that you just said. And obviously, I've had a front seat to the way you and Christy are raising Christian. Right. He is such a gentleman. He is so smart. I mean, he was what valedictorian of his graduating class just last year. Right. Um, and he's such a sweet kid. And, you know, he's an athlete and all those other wonderful things. But I watch how the two of you being raised the way that you were. And then how you're raising your son and all the values that you're instilling in him. And he's always so well grown from the twist to the bow tie, (laughs) you know. And so that's very important because here we're about community and we're about building community. And you can't build community without building family. And you can't build family without building your children. Exactly. And so just being able to have a dad like yourself, I mean, six foot what, six foot Five, six, it's debatable. Six. I'm six, six, but <laughs> it's debatable. Six foot six. I right. mean, deep voice, beard gang, you know, bow ties and and standards and, and wanting to be able to raise up a young man that's going to go out and keep original gents going or start his own business or whatever it is that he chooses to do on or off the court. Just to be able to say and to be able to look at your young man and be like, I did that. Right. And the world is going to be a better place through him because of what you did. And that is amazing. So with all of that being behind Original Gents, I mean, success is really the only option at this point. So please tell us about why you chose the term or why you, your name and your branding, and then what products you brought with you today. Okay. Well, the brand comes from, and I, I thought about it for a while. And so first of all, starting off with Original Gents, I started off with just beard care products. And uh, I have a cosmetology background, and and people were saying like, well, I've seen, oh, I saw some of my friends walking around with these big beards and everything, and mm-hmm. I couldn't beard grow, gang. right? I couldn't grow a beard for nothing. So, 
Every time I would let it grow past a shadow, I had to cut it off immediately because of the fact that my hair was real dry. I couldn't wear anything black. I was always shake, uh, dusting off and everything from just dry skin. Um, my beard was always really coarse. I mean, I had okay. ties and jackets where I was putting holes in it from just turning my head. That's how stiff my beard was at the time. Okay. So I knew people were doing something. And at the, at the time, six years ago, beard care products is kind of hard to come by. Mm -hmm. So I thought about it. So Eugene, you're a do-it-yourself person. Uh, you really don't let things stop you from getting to where you need to, to get. So I said, you know what? I can make this myself because I have that background of doing so. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you have to think about like, you have to do an inventory of yourself and figure out like, hey, God put this into me. Mm -hmm. And you kind of forget about it because it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. So I said, Eugene, you can do this yourself. So I made some formulations. I started using it for myself. And I started getting compliments. My barber was saying, hey, Eugene, your beard's really getting healthy now. What are you doing? And I said, well, make my own products and, and my own formulations. Let's been using those. And he said, okay, well, hey, if you ever decide on selling it, let me know. I'll put it in my in my shop. And awesome. um, I was out and about talking to people on a day-to-day -day basis. And they'll stop me on the street like, hey, you know, I'm having conversations with them. Hey, I'm going to cut you off. What are you doing to your beard? How you get your beard like that? Hey, I make my own products. Hey, are you, do, you, do you sell it? And I was like, well, at the time I don't sell it, but man, I, I thought about it. So eventually I ended up selling my product. So mm -hmm. that's that how- That confirming word. Right, You're right. like, okay, this just won't go away. Like people, but that's what, that's what'll happen. That's what God will do. Like you'll sit on it. And you're like, I really should do this, but you get distracted. I really should do this, but you're being a husband. And I really should do this, but you're working your nine to five. I really, and it will not rest. And so then you're finally like, okay, well, this isn't going away. Let me just go ahead and do it. Right. And it doesn't have to be perfect at the onset. What did you say earlier when we were talking offset? You'll never start. Right. If you're waiting for it to be perfect to launch it, right. you'll never start because perfection it's obviously the goal, but it, it's more of a journey. Right. And so you just want to make sure that you actually get out there and actually do it. Right. Because I remember when I first started, um, my biggest challenge was when people were asking me to sell it. I said, I don't know anything about packaging. I know about marketing and things, but hey, where do I get packaging from? How do I package it? What do I do? And how, how is it going to look? At that time, I didn't even have a name. I didn't know about original gents. So um, I went and found a source to get packaging and everything. And, and okay. It was really basic when I first started, but again, to what it looks like now, it was a big, uh, a gradual change to get it to where it's at now. And Beautiful. Um, I was in looking a, at in a, a very masculine, fine accessories kind of way. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, when I first started, it was really basic, and and I was thinking about like, well, okay, this is presentable now, and I knew that over time I would have to improve it, but it did the job back then. Um, but when when I started the company. It was it was just a challenge, you know. I was like, okay, how do I sell this? Who do I sell it to? Um, how will I sell it? So uh, first thing I did was jumped out there. I didn't want to think about because me, if I think about it too much, I'll scratch my head. Like you say, you'll never get started. We overthink it, right? You never mm -hmm. get started if you just put too much thought into it. So I just jumped out here first, uh, start selling, and I start making improvements over time, okay. and um, it's really, really, really graduated to something great. Uh, Talk to people about. Talk to people about like their necessities, like, hey, what do you see? What do you want to see from my company? What do you want to see as far as products and everything? And mm -hmm. that's what allowed me to actually grow from starting off with beer care products. Um, over the pandemic, for example, that was really a challenge at time. You know, people were in quarantine. They wouldn't take care of themselves. And I was working around with. Oh, my goodness. Didn't we all gain right. 
30 pounds and oh, yeah, bad had, skin and right, unshaved had, legs. Like, it was, <laughs> it was bad. Right, I had many froze and my beard was like kind of crazy. I didn't care. I didn't care how people saw me because I really wasn't out. Mm -hmm. And I say, Eugene, you know what? Get yourself together. You know, you, you can do this. So, you know, I was posting uh, pictures of me, like cutting my own hair because I couldn't go to the barbershops. And I was telling people like, hey, look, you can actually still take care of yourself at home, even though you're not out in the public. So um, those are times to really learn more about myself and, and actually show people like, hey, you can still take care of yourself while you're at home. I, also, too, uh, in the pandemic, I was just thinking like sales were kind of slow for me mm -hmm. and it was just challenging. It's a good thing I didn't have big overhead or anything. But I thought about it, I was like, okay, during this time where things were kind of slow, you know how they say in the Bible, peace be still. Mm -hmm. So at that time I was just being still and just thinking like, hey, what can I add to my, my, my lineup? So I used that time to really just think like, okay, you have beard care products, what else can you add? Uh, I have soaps now, deodorants, I have cologne oils, I have uh, a couple other more accessories and things, but those things I didn't have before. Mm -hmm. But during that pandemic time, I actually thought and developed and and just actually took that time to actually expand. And then once things kind of opened up again, I, I was out there just booming, you know, with, with more products. Uh, so show us. So I see several. I see the pump. Okay. Then I see the jar and, of course, your deodorant. So show us and tell us about your product. Okay. So basically, again, started off with our beard care products. So one of our first things that we offered was our like our beard balm, for example. Okay. And then we also have, in a setting, we have our wash and our conditioner, a lot of people use regular hair shampoos and things to wash their beards, and that's things something that's something you really shouldn't use. Okay. So I have formulated um, a milder uh, beard wash for that, and also conditioner. So had those two things in there, and then uh, we have our beard butter. Uh, beard butter is more hydrating; uh, doesn't actually have the holding properties as the beard balm does, mm -hmm. but it's more um, hydrating and it's more for free flowing. Beard, so. so it's more for the beard, but it's also good for the face. Right. But the focus is on the beard. Right. Like I have, like I have a beard, but <laughs> the focus <laughs> is on the beard. Okay. Right. But it also uh, that also doubles as like a, a moisturizer for your hand for your skin also. Okay. So you can use it uh, multiple use, and then also I have our beard oil. So beard oil, and the one thing that I love about uh, my products is you know I talk to people all the time. They'll say like, well, hey, I just went to the store and bought some beard oil, and I use that every day. And I tell people, like, you can't just use beard oil by itself. Okay. You can't bake a cake with just one ingredient. You have to put with everything else in it. Right. Uh -huh. So I, I tell people, like, hey, this is one part of it. Because actually, the oil is actually good for the skin underneath. Okay. And then you want to finish it off with a, a beard butter or a beard balm to make it shine and condition and everything. So, again, I love what I do. So I love just talking. I just love talking to people. Even though if they don't buy products from me, uh, a lot of people buy because I take the time to educate them yes. about what we have. You're very passionate. Oh, I yeah. love it. I'm I just sitting it. here listening and watching, <laughs> and I'm like, my bro is like passionate about right. this, and I, yeah, I love right. it. So I also have I have natural deodorants. I also have uh, bar soaps, and I also have shaving uh, shaving products. So I have our shaving soap. We also have uh, safety razors. We also have straight razors. Also, so again, we're to the original gents. I want to get back to the yes, old. Yes, with the straight razor. Right. Right. So I want to get back to the old ways of doing things. Again, going throughout time, we always find the quickest and the most convenient way of doing things. But sometimes you got to take your time and sit back and relax and take care of yourself like we did in the old days. Um, and again, it, it again for our younger people, any of our generation now, it, it 
causes the need for just having more discipline. Hey, wake up earlier, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't be such in a rush because it sets the tone for your whole day. Mm -hmm. Also, I think, in my opinion, you get a better shave when you use a straight razor or a safety razor. That straight razor. So I remember um, in my former life, the straight razor. Right. So when he would go get his hair cut at the barber, they would use a straight razor. And that lining, that lining would be crazy, right, you sure. know. And then again, with our boys being eight days apart, um, I am the same way about Anthony. I am very, um, not overly meticulous, but meticulous about my appearance. You can't be in politics. I guess some people can, but I, you know, <laughs> without um, taking care of yourself. Exactly. Um, because you represent people. And then, you know, as an attorney, that's not really a sloppy profession. Exactly. And I always tell my children, you know, you represent your family when you walk out of here. And I'm not going to walk out of here looking like I took time on myself and then my kids look a mess. Like, I cannot stand that when people do that. Right. So I make sure his hair is cut. I make sure that he showers because, you know, you know, teenage boys don't like to shower. Exactly. I make sure he wears deodorant and does all those things because, again, you don't want to be the smelly kid. It's, you don't want to be the B.O. boy. You right. know, you don't want <laughs> right. to be that person. Right. And so just making sure from, like we said, from a family perspective, like raising them up to be Uncle Eugene, like raising them up to be like dad. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, Judge Clay can't go to the courthouse with the lining off and and <laughs> and the dirty robe. Like right. you want to make sure that you're presenting yourself in a way that is professional and shows that you mean business. And I love it when you said, you know, getting up and putting that extra time into yourself makes your whole day better. Exactly. I, I love it. Yes. I love it. It's all about, again, it's, it's about... One, you want to look good, but it also makes you feel good. Like, for example, when you go to the barbershop, for example, and you sit down and the barber's like, hey, you know, you're done in like 15 minutes. Like, hey, where's my hour at? You know, uh, take your time and, and, and do it right. So I educate, also educate barbers on like using um, the soaps, the shaving soap and, and, and the brushes, because a lot of people get away from that. Mm -hmm. Now, some of your older barbers, they'll, they'll pull out the, the straight razor and sharpen and then they'll get the, the, and the soap lather and lather going. And, and, oh, I love it. And going, but it's more beneficial to even use that. But nowadays you got guys that's pumping things out of a can and hey, mm -hmm. you're, you're through, you know, you're, you're mm -hmm. gone. No, take your time and do the service. But even when you're doing it at home, again, it feels better when you're taking time and taking care of yourself. Self-care is one thing, especially with men. Self-care is one thing that we don't do enough of. You mm -hmm. know, we're always going to go, we're working, we're doing this and doing that. Like, take time out, take care of yourself. You, you'll feel a lot better about yourself. And it that radiates to other people. You know, uh -huh. your spouse will love you more and and, and they'll feel more confident. They'll, they'll see the confidence through you. You know, when you go to work, people will see the confidence in yourself. Yes. So why not take care of yourself? Take your time. You take care of everybody else. Take that time, take care of yourself. So And that's very important because I know... Um, our pastor, so we went to a marriage seminar at our church in, um, I think it was, that was in November. Right. And Pastor Patricia was talking about, because, you know, we were like, oh, Bishop was like, oh, and ladies, this and that, with the head scarves and, you know, whatever. <laughs> and Pastor Patricia was like, okay, that's great. And he's right. But let me tell you, men cut your toenails. Exactly. Men do, you know, and so again, dads, husbands, like y'all hunting and gathering and doing all that other <laughs> stuff. And you're right, self-care is for everybody. Right. And it it makes you feel, I know when I go get, get my hair did, you know, I feel better. Right. I feel better about myself. You know, I might want to dress up a little bit more, take some up a little notch. 
because when it's pulled back in a bun and it's greasy, I'm like, oh, I look a mess. But again, it's all about making sure that you feel comfortable with you and doing the things that you need to do to make sure that, you know, you feel good and, you know, then you feel better. Right. So that's, that's a stigma, too. You know, guys are always saying like, oh, man, uh, I don't want to get a pedicure or manicure or whatever. It's, that's that's some women do, you know, and it's like, no, it's not. You're supposed to take care of yourself. Exactly. You know, if you have a mate at home, you don't want to, you know, put holes in the, in the bed sheets and things like that. And that's like what that. she said. She was talking about <laughs> putting holes in the bed sheets. Right. That is so funny. You don't want to do that. And, and but like you want to take care of yourself because, you know, especially like your, your toes and whatnot, you get ingrown toenails. Then you have to go and get procedures like done. Fungus and, get, and all kinds right. of stuff. You got to get yeah. the nails removed and things like You don't want to go through it. Just take care of yourself. There's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Proactive, not reactive. Exactly. In all things. Exactly. That's right. So you mentioned some challenges. Um but it seems like, which I d does not surprise me at all, that you are navigating past all of them. But as a business owner and a small business owner, um, I know that not having a lot of overhead, that is a blessing. Ooh, that is a blessing. Right. But have there been challenges that you faced since the beginning? And how have you navigated those challenges um, throughout the process of growing your business? Yeah, challenges are always going to be present. You know, I always tell people because people always ask me like, hey, you know, you're successful. And it's, I'm like, I'm not successful. I'm, I'm getting there. I want to be successful. I'm still working on it. And I just tell people like with a business, success is never a straight line. If mm -hmm. that was a straight line, everybody would be successful and everybody yeah. would go into business and, and, and everybody would be well off. But, you know, success is going back forth, up and down, left and right, zigzag, back and forth, you know, and that's what that's what it, it involves. You're going to have challenges, you're going to have obstacles, you're going to have just different things to happen. You're going to want to give up at some point. And I, I think that was kind of like the catalyst, too, for me to ex expand and, and keep pushing. Um, I'm actually, I was at the point where I wanted to just quit and say, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. People are not buying anything and you know, my online sales are down right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when COVID was here, I was like, I can't do any pop-ups. I need to be in front of people. I'm not going to be in front of people right now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what am I going to do? You know, so it's kind of like, you. Ha I have to just push myself. I have to just let myself know like, hey, you know what? It's going to be all right. Just stay in this. And it took for somebody to tell me like, hey, you know what? You need to quit doing original gents because, um, you know, you're not putting any attention into it. And that's when I told myself, you know what? It's a needed, mm -hmm. uh, it's a needed, needed service or product. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing other people with their companies out there. And it's like, you know what? I've been around for six years. I'm an OG in this thing here. Let me get out here and make this happen. That's right. So uh, I started getting a little bit more wind under my under my wings and kept pushing, 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 pushing. So uh, some of the challenges I ran across is one, funding. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I did. All, I started this company pretty much with $200. I had another uh, company I had. I was selling products and things like that. And I said, you know, I really don't want to do that company uh -huh. I was wondering, I, this is what I want to do. So I took money out of that, took $200, started this. And uh, awesome. when I started doing this, again, I started baby steps. And I started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And um, just in doing that, I just started seeing more challenges. You know, hey, how do I get my, my branding? Because at first, again, I mentioned I started off with real basic packaging and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I had the idea in my head of like, hey, I want this old school logo because everything I do is has a 1920s theme uh -huh. and decor or whatnot. And I love it because of the fact in the 1920s, as a people, we were booming. Mm -hmm. You know, this one Great Recession was going on, or the Great Depression, I'm sorry, was uh -huh. going on. And, you know, our people, we were walking around with suits on and furs and, and everything. Now, and the again, curls in the hair. And right. The, yeah. We was partying and everything. But the Fascinators. The same, at the same time, we wasn't. 
we you know, we didn't have everything. We didn't have, you know, all the cars. We didn't have the things that we have now. You know, we were still pretty much struggling to, to survive. We were trying to make sure food was on the table, but we adapted to it more. Mm-hmm. And back then, you know, we didn't have to have, I mean, I know I'm getting off topic, but back then we didn't have to have, you know, the latest and greatest clothes. We didn't have to have expensive shoes and things. We made what we have work. Mm-hmm. You know, we shine our shoes. We made sure that if we had to get our clothes hemmed up, we had to hem them up right mm-hmm. or put patches in here and did this mm-hmm. and that. But again, we looked beautiful back then, you know, and we wasn't, if you were looking at some of us, how we were dressed, especially like in say Harlem and, and during the Harlem Renaissance in different mm-hmm. places, we carried ourselves in a way with pride, elegance, and decorum. You know, when we went shopping or whatever, women wore, you know, their gloves and everything. The guys wore their hats and their suit jackets and things like that. And we were really a proud people. So I want to bring that back um, to, to present day. But again, some of the challenges, um, I got way off topic, but some of the challenges that, we, that I, I faced, again, was the branding issue. Um, it took me two years to get this logo. Uh, I had the idea in my head and it's hard. It's very hard to let people know like, Hey, this is what I want to see. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to envision it, but it's hard to put it into words. You know, people say, what about this? What about that? Like, no, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, when you see it, right. Right. You'll know when you see it. So luckily one day I was online one day and, and I saw this software come across and it said like, Hey, it's a vintage uh, font bundle or whatever. It's like, Hey, that's exactly what I was looking for. So I got it. And I'm going around looking at the computer. You have to use Photoshop or so to, to make it work. I said, I don't know anything about Photoshop. And I'm just messing around, messing around for two years. And I said, you know what? I give up. I'm not, I, I can't do it. So finally, I ran across a graphic artist. I said, look, mm-hmm. I have to make this happen. I have to make it happen. I can't waste any more time not having a proper branding. Can you do this for me? Oh, yeah, I can do this. No problem. You know, it took him like 20 minutes. Okay, there we go, right there. And I almost was in tears because... That was my vision right there that I wanted to see happen, right? And I saw it and I was like, hey, that's it right there. So now it's to the point now to where people walk past my table or if they see it, the graphics by itself stops them in their tracks and they draw in like, hey, what do you have? You definitely have a brand. And like I've said it five times already in the last 40 minutes, (laughs) I absolutely love it. Um, And like you said, you'll know it when you see it. So I have three logos and it was in my head and I'm like, and when Joseph put it in a graphic, I, like you said, almost in tears because that was the vision that the Lord gave you and to actually see it right. in real life. And it, it looks amazing. So let me ask you this. How can we reach you? Where can we find you? How can we get your amazing products? Okay. Well, first of all, everybody's online. So I have an online store and it's at www originalgents.com okay. uh, on Facebook and it's very long <laughs> but it's uh, facebook.com forward slash original gents men's wear okay. and then I'm on Instagram at originalgents.com it's spelled out originalgents d-o-t-c-o-m and I'm on Twitter which I just recently got on Twitter I'm on there at uh, originalgents and a number one on Twitter okay so we know where to find you we, we know what you're selling and we know your vision. So in 30 seconds, what is your vision for Original Gents? Okay. Well, my vision is to want to have a um, community outreach. I want to be able to um, reach out to, to teenagers, uh, adolescents, 
that needs personal care items. We want to be able to give them personal care items. Also homeless people, I want to be able to give them care items because again, it's about self-esteem. Um, so that's one thing that I want to see in, in, in the near future. I also want to open up just, I guess, um, boutique stores where people can come and get the products and also get other services done. I also do shoe shines. So I want to have shoe shine stands and also um, our, our brands there. Awesome. And then I, 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 there's, there's so many things I just I just want to do. It's just right now, just want to focus on the immediate, but I want to be able to leave something to my son, a, a legacy to my son. I want him to see like, hey, this is something I started from the ground up. And hey, you know what? Something look happens to me. He can like right. bring it in and say, hey, look, my dad left me this and he can decide on what the next steps would be. So um, eventually one day I might want to want, want to have a barbershop. So again, this is all small steps, but I have a, a vision and a dream. I just want a place to where guys can come, uh, take care of themselves, just feel welcome. And I want to have like a, um, I can't name a name, but I just want to have a, uh, a store to where guys can come in and get personal care items and just lay back and just learn more about taking care of themselves and just feeling better with themselves. That is awesome. Well, Eugene, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, like I said, I've been, you know, asking you, you know, <laughs> for for weeks and a couple months to come on, but you were busy. You were marketing, you were selling, you were, you know, out at the markets and doing the right. things that you needed to do to continue to expand your business. So of course I'm patient. <laughs> um, I've been in your life for 30 years and I ain't going Didn't nowhere. Go nowhere right. So yes, but thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for sharing. Please go on to all to the website, go on to, you know, all of his social media platforms and like, love and share. And, you know, I share your stuff all the time. He sees me because I'm on Facebook like, oh, that's my best friend. Hood. Oh, that's Christian. <laughs> that, that's Uncle Gene. I'm out here promoting original gents. And so thank you so much. You know, I love you and I love your family. And we just going to keep supporting okay. business and black business. Now, here at and Politics Podcast. I forgot to mention my phone number also. So. Yes. Give me your phone number. I got to put it out there because I paid for it. So <laughs> it's um, area code 314-514-GENT, G-E-N-T. So it's 314-514-4368. Awesome. Well, I, thank I, you. I have to put it out, out there. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We putting all the plugs out today. Right. But thank you so much. No thank problem. you. And thank you for tuning in today to Pros and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. Thank you for joining us. Please don't forget to like, love, share, and subscribe until we see you again next week. Thank you. <laughs>